The Apostle Paul prophesied, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. And we are living in those days right now. But you don't have to be afraid because there is a place of safety. And we'll talk about this while taking your calls on this open line edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. I will be taking your calls today. The number to reach me, 1-877-363-8463. And the number to reach our operators, 1-800-363-8463. And, you know, we talk about the prophecies all the time. And sometimes it can seem you know, just kind of, uh, of ominous and, and you're like, I don't even want to go through all this stuff. I just don't even want to think about it. And, and I understand that. But I want you to know that the Bible, it does talk a lot about prophecy, but it also talks a lot about the love of God, the mercy of God, the hope that we have for a, an, an eternal hope for a home to be with Jesus Christ for eternity. And I want to I want to kind of give you an assurance today to give you a hope to let you know that there is a place of safety. You understand that the apostles they operated under a the Roman government. Think about that. The Roman government had occupying forces in Jerusalem at, when Jesus was there, when the apostles were there and they were there to make sure that the Roman law was implemented in Jerusalem. Not really nice people, to say the least. And, but yet, the apostles functioned on a different, on a different level than everybody. They were spirit-led individuals, and they didn't, they didn't function in fear mode. They function in a level of spirit-mindedness that could get them out of this world into a place where they could go through a chaotic time, but yet they had a peace that passes all understanding. And even here in 2021, you say, well, that was back there with them guys. We're got, we've got this going on, the, 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 uh, this LGBTQ movement, the, the threat of a uh, world war and all this chaos going on in the Middle East, or the you know uh, the the election situation, and all this, and there, there's a lot of chaos. That you know the riots are starting back up, and a lot of things. But in the midst of all the chaos, the Apostle Paul prophesied there would be perilous times. But in the midst of all of that, you can truly have a peace that passes all understanding. Where does that come from? Your peace is in only in Jesus Christ. It's not in how much money you have. It's not in an in, in education or there's nothing wrong with all of that. Or it's, it simply comes a true peace deep down inside 
comes from knowing Jesus Christ, have him being the Lord over your life. You're serving him. You're trusting him. You're magnifying him. You're living for him. And you know that I've got an assurance that there's coming a day when there's a trumpet going to sound. My feet are going to leave the ground and I'm going to spend eternity with Jesus Christ. You have a hope in those perilous times that the Apostle Paul prophesied about. Proverbs 18.10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Proverbs 29.25, The fear of a man brings snare. But whoever trusts in the Lord, they are safe. Psalm 23.4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff comforts me. Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is from me. We can have peace in the midst of chaos. We have a promise. 2 Timothy 4, 17 through 18. But the Lord stood with me and strengthened me so that the message might be preached fully through me and that all the Gentiles might hear. Also, I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion and the Lord will deliver me from every evil work and preserve me for his heavenly kingdom. To him be all glory forever and ever. Amen. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything... By prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. They are, there is a place that you can live that you say, I don't understand how I have peace, but I do. There's chaos all around me, but I'm living a peaceful life. And so it's very, very important that we understand this is how the apostles lived. This is how Jesus Christ lived. In the midst of all the chaos, when he is standing on trial for his life, and the um, religious uh, element is saying, crucify him, crucify him, give us Barabbas. And the, he's talking to um, Pontius Pilate, and he's just calm, cool, and collected. Everybody else was in turmoil. But Jesus Christ, how can you live like that in turbulent times? How is that possible? Because you have, you have the Lord, you have God Almighty, His spirit living inside of you. And the Bible says you can have peace that passes all understanding. Second Timothy 1, 7, for God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, of power and of a sound mind. And Romans 8, verse 31 through 39, the Bible says, what, sa- what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for all of us, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against the God's elect? Who can? If Uh, It is God who justifies, who he who condemns. It is Christ who died. And furthermore, he is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Who 
what shall, who or what shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, perilous times, in other words, sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor height, nor depth, nor created, shall separate us from the love who is, which is love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We have a place to run to in times of chaos and perilous times, and that's to Jesus Christ. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. We've seen Bible prophecy fulfilled like never before. From the halls of the United Nations to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, End Time Ministries continues to reveal the Bible prophecy in the news headlines around the world every day. Whether it's through our broadcast or online at our Jerusalem Prophecy College, your gifts enable us to put vital materials in the hands of those who need it most. Because of you, we continue to replace fear with faith in the hearts of Christians around the world. We will continue to see prophecy come to pass at an even swifter pace. We need your support. Your donation of any amount enables us to continue to broadcast and be a voice in the ever-growing censored media. To become a partner or give a one-time gift, visit endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME right now. That's 800-363-8463. Go online now. Visit endtime.com. Okay, everybody, so I'm going to be going to the phones here in just a moment. Again, to reach me, I've got a couple lines open right now. To reach me, one 363 8463 Looks like we've got some really good questions coming up. But I've got a very important announcement. Well, I'm going to be tomorrow night. I will be out in Gladewater, Texas. It's out in East Texas here at the Abundant Life Church in Gladewater, and tomorrow night, it's going to be from 6 to 8 p.m. I'll be teaching uh, the future according to Bible prophecy, a big timeline that we came up with. It's awesome. You guys will love it. So you want to join us tomorrow night out there. And then Sunday morning from 10 to 12, we'll be doing a uh, updated breaking prophetic fulfillments. And then we'll do a Q&A session. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, that there may be some people that want to be baptized. And so... 
now that I may be wrong on that, but I'm almost positive that Doug Norvell told me that somebody wanted to be baptized tomorrow. So we'll see. Uh, I'm look, believing God to do some awesome things uh, tomorrow night, Sunday morning. So if you'd like a, something to do this weekend, come out to a great prophecy conference in Gladewater, Texas. The church is located at 409 Money Street and look forward to seeing you out there tomorrow night or and Sunday morning. So let's go straight to the phones. Uh, thank you so much. Let's go to Rebecca in Texas. God bless Rebecca. Welcome to End of the Age. Uh, I appreciate you, your service so much. And I watch all, all the time. But there is something really concerning to me. Yes. I've seen false Christ all the way back in history coming in and gathering up groups mm-hmm. and people following them. Waco, I mean, you name it, yeah. Brazil. But now Israel says that they have, the Messiah has come. Yeah. March 27th. Mm-hmm. And they held a big celebration on April 4th. Yes. And you've got all your, I would call them Pharisees and Sadducees, I don't know what they call them over there now. Right. Um, they're like believing this, and Israel does not just, accept anybody as a messiah right and i've never seen the israelites do this before right what is your opinion on what this could mean is this the antichrist is this uh what what are we looking at what's your opinion yeah so i'm very familiar with what you're talking about they i saw some articles and i had some people asking me about this and what i have i have a contact the guy we work with, one of the guys who worked with us in our college in Jerusalem is a rabbi. And he's very, he's in tune with everything going on over there. And so when I have a question, I want some insider information, I will just, I'll get a hold of him. And so he's actually our employee over there. So I text him and I said, his, his name is Shlomo. I said, Shlomo, um, I'm going to actually read you the text because I want you to know exactly the insider information here. Shlomo, I have had rumors that the new Jewish Messiah, his name is Jikiho Ben David, that he was revealed on March 27th, and they state that he will rebuild the third temple. Is there any truth to this? Shlomo, who's very connected over there, he's a rabbi, he said no, definitely not. But if you send the article, that you, some of the articles that you've sent, I'll ask some of my friends in the government here. His reply back to me was that I sent him an article with a very good video that they were stating what was happening. And he said, this video is from March 27th, and his name is Rob Shlomo Yehuda. He's a prodigy in the Jewish community and a gifted student of the Torah. The commotion is because he's basically a celebrity among the rabbis and a bit of an introvert. So he doesn't make public appearances very often. But the Jewish people never claimed that he was the Messiah And it started on one video in Spanish. And since people weren't sure what was being said, it just kept being repeated based on assumptions. And so he goes on to give me a lot more detail. But to answer your question, it was a video and some articles and things that got put online. But I've 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 got very reliable insider information that the Jewish people never claimed that he was the Messiah. And it's pretty much just a rumor. It's running around the rumor mill. So, um, no, he's not the Messiah. 
many of the rabbis don't even, they never even claimed that he was the Messiah. And obviously we know that it's not the Messiah because it's not time for the Messiah to show up. And no, he's not the Antichrist either. It's not the time for the Antichrist to show up. The Antichrist, I can prove scripturally, will come from the current European Union, which is the reborn Holy Roman Empire. So, um, no, the answer would be no to many of these things. Uh, He's not the Messiah, nor is he the Antichrist. Okay. Well, it just got me concerned because Israel is so, you know, they're not going to do this. Yeah, yeah, I know. Until they feel it's real. I think that when the Antichrist does come, they're going to believe he's real. And I didn't feel that we had... There's a lot of prophecies that still haven't been fulfilled, so I didn't know what this meant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I, again, I was been, I had a lot of people sending me stuff on this. And, you know, I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do my research because I'm going to make sure I know that I know. And I've got insider information. I've got guides. I've got all kinds of people that we work with in Israel, rabbis, different people that I can get in contact with to make sure that I know that I know before I go on the radio and things, write articles on it. And this was just ended up being part of the rumor mill. Okay. Yep. All right. All right, Rebecca. I I figured you were the only one I could ask. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. I, I, uh, the thing is, I'm going to come to the radio with the best information I have, and it's going to be reliable, or I'm not even going to talk about it. <laughs> I'll just tell you it's my opinion, uh, but I, I did find out about this from a very, very reliable source. So, um, yep, just part of the rumor mill. Thanks for keeping up to date with what's going on. All right, Rebecca. Well, I do thank you for the call, and I want to say God bless you. You have a great weekend. Let's go straight to uh, Donna in Missouri. God bless Donna. Welcome to End of the Age. Oh, good afternoon. I'm a new Christian. Yes, ma'am. And um, I want to know, funerals, they run nine, $10,000, and it costs less for cremation. Yes. With me being a new Christian, I, I don't know what the Bible says about that. Sure. There are no scriptures in the Bible that would prohibit a person from being cremated. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, what happens if somebody is um, blown blown to smithereens in a wartime scenario, or right. you know, cut in half in a car wreck or something? God forbid. But I'm just saying, right. it when when a person dies, the spirit goes to be with the Lord. This body goes back to the dust. So if a person's cremated or you know anything that's happened, there are no scriptures that would prohibit somebody from doing that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my friends in Papa Bluff, they get uh, the newspaper. Yes. How do I get? How do I get the newspaper? Okay. So are what you? Number... You're talking about the newsletter or the magazine? Well, the one that would uh, give me information. You okay. Know. So if you'd like uh, uh, to be signed up for the free e-newsletter, which would come in your email, then you can go on endtime.com and you can sign up there for the. Uh, the free e-newsletter. If you'd like to subscribe to the magazine, then you can also do that at endtime.com. Just go on there and just, you know, look for the prompts and different things that are up at the top and you can navigate your way through that. It's very easy to do, but we'd be happy to sign you up um, for the e-newsletter. It's free, comes out every week, 
And we put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into that because we want to keep people up to date on what's going on. So everything you need is at endtime.com, E-N-D-T-I-M-E. Thank you so much. I will do that. All right. Well, God bless you, Donna, and thank you so much. Okay, hon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so let's go to Julie in Pennsylvania. God bless Julie. Welcome to End of the Age. Hi, Dave. Um, It's nice to talk with you. I had talked with your father-in-law a couple times. I'm a graduate of Jerusalem Prophecy College. Oh, congratulations. Um, Yep, and uh, so, um, boy, I I had to rush to the phone today because I'm being challenged on uh, the two witnesses. There's a, a movie out there that wants to make them uh, the Jewish and Gentile church because of uh, verse 4, where it says, these are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth. Sure. Okay, sure, why not? Um, So immediately I thought, well, I have to find out what Dave Robbins says about that, and why is it just two men of God? You know what I mean? And, uh, and then this video goes on to talk about um, how their bodies lay in the streets for three and a half days, mm-hmm. and they want to make this three and a half days three and a half years. Yeah. And I thought, well, you know, that's crazy. But anyway, so that's why I'm calling to see sure. if you can give me a little bit more strength in my resolve regarding uh, why are these two witnesses just two men instead of the Jewish and Gentile church. Sure. So to begin with, the timing of it all, to say that those three and a half days are three and a half years, the Bible says in Revelation eleven three, and I will give power unto my two witnesses, they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three score days. Um, so that's 1260 days. That's three and a half years. So their entire ministry is going to be for three and a half years. Okay. Yeah. And then... So we know that for sure. Not their, not three and a half days, but their entire ministry, they're going to minister for three and a half days. Then when you go down to verse, I think it's 10. Yeah. The Bible says, and they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them, make merry, shall send gifts one to another, because the two prophets tormented them that dwell upon the earth. The Bible doesn't say that they're two churches, two, uh, the, the Jews, Gentiles. The Bible says that they are two prophets. That's why we say that they are two physical men that will be the two witnesses. Okay. And gotcha. Yeah. Right. And, and then the Bible says, and after three and a half days, um, that, well, then the Bible says, um, that they're going to be put to death. And then after three and a half days, the spirit of life of God entered into them. They stood on their feet. Great fear fell upon all everybody. They're going to be called up to heaven. So their entire ministry lasts for three and a half years. At the end of the ministry, they're going to be killed. The Bible calls them two prophets. And that's why you know, I, I'm, I'm going to take it for face value. And then the Bible says, and in that same hour, the seventh trump sounds and we're all called to be with the Lord. That's when the Lord, God comes back, plants his feet upon the Mount of Olives. The kingdoms of this world are going to become the kingdoms of their Lord and of his Christ. So um, it's pretty easy for me to see that it's not the church. It's not a, you know, um, it's two prophets, two physical men that will be here. And I'm going to have them on our radio program. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. God bless you, yep. Julie, and God thank you for you. the call. Let's go to um, Danielle in Missouri. God bless Danielle. Welcome to End of the Age. 
Hi, I was just wanting to get a little bit of direction from you. Yeah. Um, just the thought of not being able to participate in the economy as a Christian if, um, with the mark of the beast and the cashless society and where things are eventually going to head. Mm-hmm. What we should be doing now to prepare, better be prepared, or are there people or groups that are kind of talking about this, or what's the plan as far as being able to survive that? So. Some of these things we're going to have to live through to find out what we should do. Um, in other words, the, the cashless society that is going to come to lead us into this digital platform and when the Antichrist is going to take over, that's not fully going to take effect until at least three and a half years from now. Because the Antichrist, the final seven years hasn't started. The Antichrist comes on the scene and takes over three and a half years into that. So for me to say, hey, three and a half years from now, this is how we're going to have to function in society. That's, that would be like me knowing the stock market three and a half years from now. It's going to be impossible. So what, how am I preparing? Well, the Bible says, occupy till I come. And so I am going to use the system until they start to abuse it, and then I'm going to have to opt out. You say, well, what are you going to do to opt out? Well, I've got to be led by the Spirit of God at that point. At this point, I'm using, I use cash and debit cards. I've got a digital footprint, but they're not abusing that. So at this point, I can use it until they start to abuse it. Now, I do know that there are people that have contacted us here at End Time Ministries about getting on a, a barter system. I believe there's a barter system that's happening somewhat here around the Dallas area. Um, that could be an option. Perhaps a, a Christian entity would come up with something of a, a Bitcoin situation where we could use an electronic currency. At this point, Danielle, I cannot give you a solid, comprehensive answer on that because, again, it's three and a half, four years away. And, but, but the thing that we report on here at the ministry is, is that I can see it coming because they're trying to move us off of cash. The United Nations has an entity that they work with called the Better Than Cash Alliance, that its entire reason for existing is to work with governments and different things to move them off of cash onto a digital platform. And that's all for reasons of control. But, God knows that we will need to exist somehow. And there will be Christians that are on the earth and alive that have not taken the mark of the beast that will be doing many mighty great things for the Lord. The Bible says, Daniel chapter 11, verse 32, that during the time of the Antichrist, that they that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Well, how are we doing that if we can't function in society? So we're not compliant with the Antichrist, but we're able to function somehow. Can I tell you how that is? At this point, I cannot. I wish I could, but I'm going to use the system until they start to abuse it. And then somehow or another, we're going to have to opt out. How that looks, I don't know at this point. I I wish I could give you a more conclusive answer, but it would purely be speculation because we're so many years out yet. 
Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at end time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com slash move. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, You can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search Into the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Let me make uh, uh, just a couple more comments on Danielle's question, because, Danielle, that was a very, very good question, and I do thank you for that. Um, Number one, we do not know how how much the United States will be involved in the system of the Antichrist. According to Scripture, we're not going to be fully in control, or he won't be fully in control over the United States. We're going to be pulled mostly out of the world government and stand with Israel all the way to the end. That's Revelation twelve fourteen. So how much will the uh, mark of the beast be doled out here in the United States? Not so sure it's going to be fully doled out here and that we won't come. It's not going to be the law of the land that we you know, have to pledge allegiance to the Antichrist and his world governing system, things like that. Also... Look at the situation that's going on in the United States right now with them trying to implement the uh, the COVID-19, the not the vaccine, but the passports, different things. There are states that have that are coming against that and saying, no, we're not going to do that. And look at the um, the gun control things. And there are states that are saying, no, we're not doing that. And the LGBTQ issues that are being pushed with this, the transgenders playing in uh, transgender individuals, a man that believes he's a woman playing in girls sports. And there are states that are saying, we're not going to do that. So they're bucking against the government. Well, imagine when we get into a scenario in the future when they say, well, hey, we're going to put a chip under your skin or we're going to put a mark of identification on you. And without that, you're not going to be able to buy or sell. Here in the United States of America, there will be people who are educated on these prophecies enough that will buck against that like you've never seen. And it's not going to be fully implemented here in the United States. There are actually laws on the books 
in several states that it's against the law for the government to to force people to take a chip in their hand. That's here in the United States. So imagine, I read an article the other day by a historian, and he actually said that a, a, a crisis in the United States has normally... Throughout history, it's brought the United States together. A wartime scenario, something like that. The United States binds together. You forget race, forget all that stuff at that point, And we just bind together and we work towards conquering whatever crisis it is. But the COVID-19 situation, he said that it's driven people apart because there are some states that have said, yeah, we will comply with every edict from the government. Just, you know, tell us what to do and we'll hand that down to the people. There are other states that have said, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, again, the COVID, vex, the COVID passport, um, the restrictions, a lot of these different things, a lot of these governors have said, no, we're simply not going to do that. So he said it's like the United States is kind of uh, dividing itself into blue states and red states. This is how he put it. And that the governors are almost becoming their own presidents of the states. And that they are, they're rebelling against the federal government who's trying to mandate all these different things. And so you never know what scenario is going to play out. All I can do here at End Time Ministries is to relay what the prophecies of the Bible tell us are going to happen. Some of the things, like I told you, Danielle, we will have to live a little bit into that before we can come up with the scenarios And we're going to have to allow the Lord to lead and guide us. And he will do that. If we will listen to that voice, God will lead and guide us. He's done it for us for years. That's how I live my life. And so we're going to have to live off into some of these times and let the Lord lead and guide us. And he will help us all the way through. Because the greatest time of revival, you understand, is coming during that final three and one half year period. During the Great Tribulation. So we're going to be functioning While the Antichrist is doing his thing, the church is going to be strong and do exploits and do their thing. So um, the best way you can uh, prepare now is to get in church and do live for God. Begin to be a spirit led individual. Let God lead and guide your life. And that's the way we're going to live throughout the end time. And God will help us when it comes to some of these things again. Uh, We're going to have to live through some of it to figure it all out. Okay. Uh, Thank you for that, Danielle. Let's go to John in Kuwait. God bless John. Welcome to End of the Age. Uh, Hi, Dave. Thank you for the good work you're doing. Uh, See, my question is, we know that the Antichrist is coming from Europe. It'll rise up from Europe. Yes. And in fact, Emmanuel Macron has been touted as one of the probable candidates, including the president of the EU. Right. But my question is, Emmanuel Macron being a Christian, will the Jews accept a Christian as their Messiah? Because, you know, the Antichrist is also supposed to be the false Messiah. So isn't that one of the characteristics that he should be a Jew? That's my first question. I have another question. Is yeah. there any biblical reference say that, you know, the the mark of the beast will be only in the final three and a half years. It could be during the seven-year period. I mean, is there any biblical reference to say that it's definitely starting at the beginning of the, the final three and a half years of the tribulation? That's my question. Okay. So, Thank does you. the Antichrist have to be a Jew? Not scripturally. 
Um, and so it, we know that he's going to come from Europe. The thing is, I think that the, as far as will the Jews accept somebody from Europe, I'm not so sure that they will. And I'm not so sure that the Jews will in, as a whole, accept the Antichrist. Because you understand the Antichrist is going to come on the scene and stop the sacrifices in the temple. Well, that's going to, the Jews are going to be, they're going to be shocked out of their mind when that happens. Well, that's when the Antichrist is revealed. So you understand that's the same timing there. And so... There, he's going to say, the Bible says that he's going to stop and stop the sacrifices and claim to be the Messiah himself. And there will be some Jews that wonder after him, but there will be some Jews, I, I believe, that will not. And so it's it just it, the, the scenario that you've laid out here. I mean, I, I don't know if we can conclusively answer everything at this point. All I can do is say. The Bible says he's going to come from Europe. Uh, would they accept an Emmanuel Macron? If some of them will be swayed if they don't know the Bible. And again, I know Jews that know the Bible and they're not going to accept this man. That's why I'm saying not all the Jews as a whole. Because the, he will come on a platform of peace. He will have been involved in getting the peace agreement signed that allows them to place the Temple Mount under a sharing arrangement, allowing them to build their third temple. And so there will be some that probably looked at him and say, you know what? He brought peace. He got us to build our third temple. He, there's a possibility he could be the Messiah. But when he comes on the scene, causes the sacrifices to stop and claims to be God, God himself. And the Antichrist, you understand, is going to be against Israel. He's going to be trying to get them to give up Jerusalem. And he's eventually going to come down against Jerusalem to battle at the, at the Battle of Armageddon. So how all that plays out with who, which Jews accept him, which don't, I don't know the answer to that specifically. All I know is, is what the Bible scenarios tell us are going to happen. And those are the things that I can talk about. Um, again, there are probably be some Jews, maybe some secular Jews that accept him. But there will be other Jews that I know that would say, no way, that's not a not going to happen. So, um, again, I wish I could give you a conclusive answer on that, but I simply can't, um, from the scriptures. Now your second question, John, these are both great questions. How I think your question was, how do I know that the mark of the beast is going to be the final three and one and a half years rather than the seven years? Was that your question? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. It could so, be in between. Yeah. yeah. So the the mark of the beast will not be doled out until the 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 beast is revealed. You understand? So the, until the antichrist is revealed halfway through the final 7 years and starts to use this global numbering system as an economic sanctioning system to get people to worship him and to bow down to his edicts. It, it's not it's not going to be implemented until he comes on the scene. So he's the Antichrist is not even revealed at the beginning of the seven years. The Bible says in Second Thessalonians chapter two that he's revealed at the three and a half year mark, and that's what lets us know the the mark of the beast is only going to be doled out during the great tribulation, which is that final three and one half years. Okay. Okay. Yes. So is it conclusive that it is in the final three and a half years? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. God bless you, John. Thank you for calling all the way from Kuwait. Thank you for listening. 
Okay, let's go to Marlene in Arizona. God bless Marlene. Welcome to End of the Age. Yes, God bless you, Dave. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. Well, I think that uh, my answer to the question I have has been answered in these last few calls. Okay. Uh, because my call pertains to the vaccine that is being uh, given out right now. Yeah. And um, I was I had a concern that it was possibly uh, leading into that mark of the beast with that vaccine um, uh, because it it. It was questionable whether or not the uh, Moderna vaccine was uh, um, changing the DNA. Right. And uh, so I, I was like, wow, some of the things that line up with this vaccine almost makes me think of the mark of the beast because, yeah. you know, the mandate that they were going to try to do with the flying, you know, yeah. uh, travel. And, and so I was like, well, gee, this this is sounding like it's leading right into uh, we're not going to be able to buy food or, yeah. um, you know, at one point or go to functions or, you know, um, so that was my question today. And so because uh, I was kind of concerned on where that was going. And I kind of wanted to get your opinion of this uh, vaccine um, and your viewpoint on that. Yeah. So I am me personally. I'm not a doctor. I don't claim to be. A lot of people have asked me about vaccines and this vaccine. So I'm not going to give a recommendation on whether you should or should not take the vaccine, okay? For me personally, I don't want to take the vaccine. I'm, I, I don't really like to take medicine at all. But I'm, 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 I'm coming at it from a prophecy standpoint because it, whether you want to take it, if you want to take it, go take it. If you don't, that's up to you. It's not the mark of the beast. I can tell you that. Uh, I've got friends, family, pastor friends of mine that have taken it. Um, are they going to hell because they took the mark of the beast? No. So very important. Do I want to take it? No, I don't. Will I take it if it's needed to go into Israel? Probably. Will I have taken the mark of the beast? No. Um, will it, will it change my DNA and something happen to me down the line? I don't know that. I believe God could spare me from that if I unknowingly took something I shouldn't have. That's the thing. I mean, I, I, I just, I, I'm, for me personally, this is not in the statement for End Time Ministries. This is Dave Robbins. Right. I've got friends, family, pastor friends of mine that have taken it. And guess what? They're fine. Have there been some adverse reactions? Yes, there have. And so will I possibly, I've got to go to Israel. We have a college in Israel. I teach there every Thursday here in the studio. This We haven't went for almost two years now. So I've got to go back in October. We're taking a group of people. Our guides have told us that it is possible that they may have a... And I, we're going to come up to a break. So I'm going to continue on uh, here, Marlene, after the break on this. If you want to hold over, let, okay. let's continue yes. the conversation. But yes. um, because I want to tell you something that's happening in Israel that might be a viable way out so I don't have to get the vaccine. So let just hold through the break, if you will, and let, let me continue this conversation with you. And I got a, everybody else, I want to say I got a few lines open. Uh, if you want to join in, give us a call. Most of us walk around day by day blind to the prophecies being fulfilled right before us. Every news report brings a new piece 
to the puzzle in the race towards the final seven years and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, more than ever, it is important for God's people to understand the times in which we are living. On November the 12th, 2013, we opened our Jerusalem Prophecy College in downtown Jerusalem. These same courses are now available online for people who are unable to attend the classes in person. We welcome students to join us and discover the link between current events and the prophecies of the Bible. Take your place in the prophecy of Daniel 11.33. Enroll in the Jerusalem Prophecy College today. Go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com. Okay, are, are you there, Marlene? Yes, I'm here. Okay, good, good. So what, what's happening is, for me going into Israel, our guide that we've used for years there, he's real high up in the military and everything, um, he's retired, but he's still kind of, if they go to wartime scenario, he's got to go back in. Um, he was a Navy SEAL for Israel. He called and we're talking about the, the tour in October. And he said, Hey, there may be a way that Israel's trying to develop that. If we take a tour over to Israel, that people could take a test once they got there, like we would take here in the United States. And if they tested negative, then they would allow them to go into the country and to tour uh, if they did not test negative, then they would have to quarantine. So, I mean, it's, you're taking a big chance going over there. Um, but it would keep us from having to get the vaccine. Now, I don't know if that will happen for sure. He didn't know. He said they're, they're working on something like that. But I, you know, for myself, um, that's kind of where I'm at on the vaccine. Uh, if, you know, my, um, my mom got it. Uh, and so the, the, our missionary to Israel, I'm great friends with, they just got it so they could go back. They haven't been able to go back. They've been over here for almost two years. They got stuck in the United States. They couldn't go back. Oh, when the virus hit. Yeah, exactly. So they got it and they're going to go back. So as far as end time ministries is concerned, we're leaving that up to an individual. If you want the vaccine, that's your decision. If you don't want it, that's your decision. I'm just saying for me. I've done some research on it. I'm not so sure how, um, if it's properly been tested, things like that. So just for me personally, I don't really, I'm not a real big medicine person. I don't like taking pills. So for me to take a vaccine, that's just me. If yes, somebody I'm wants along, to take I'm it, you know. Same, yeah, I'm along the same mindset. Yeah. I take herbs and vitamins and, and, uh, and keep my immune system boosted that way. But, yeah. but I didn't know if they were going to try to make this a mandatory vaccine. You right. Know, so or... at this point, no. Um, if they do in the future, you know, I think there would be a lot of people that would buck up against that. I mean, there's one thing to put out a vaccine and say, whosoever will get your vaccine. It's different for them to say, you've got to get this or you can't go to a grocery store and buy food. That's a whole different scenario. And so you're going to wake up a sleeping giant if you go down that path. And but then so, if we get down to that path, and they're saying that you have to have this vaccine in order to buy food, well, that goes along the lines that I was thinking. That gee, that sounds almost like the mark of the beast. So the, it, that that's the kind of thinking that would be behind it. Um, but that's a hypothetical. 
And I, I, you know, I mean, we could talk about all kinds of hypotheticals. Will that happen here in the United? I mean, right now you've got um, Governor DeSantis and different governors. I think Texas as well that said, hey, we're not even going to do we're not going to we're not going to play ball with you guys when it comes to a COVID-19 passport. So imagine, Marlene, what would happen here in the United States if they said you've got to have have a vaccine or you can't function in society at all. Can you imagine what some of the governors would be doing? I mean, well, we might have a civil riot. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. So we're talking about hypotheticals here that I just simply don't see playing out here in the United States. I, I would be shocked uh, because I think the governors would just absolutely buck up against that. There would be some governors, obviously, that they would say, hey, uh, of course, the government said it. Let's do it. But yeah, there's like other, uh, that's why it's very important. You know, I think that one of the things this past election has done is shown everybody how important a vote is. Now, I understand all everything that happened with the election and the votes and blah, blah, blah. But when it comes to like your state to a governor and you better get the right governor in. And honestly, Marlene, I don't trust in the government. I'm trusting in Jesus Christ. That's it. But but when I when I, I live here in Dallas, Texas, and when I look at some of the things that Governor Abbott's done and uh, about gun control and the the border and a lot of different things. I'm thinking, you know what? I'm kind of glad I've got him in there rather than somebody who would just bow down to every liberal whim. And yes. so, I, you know, that's that's just kind of what I'm seeing here in Texas. Uh, it's kind of nice. And and you know, God moved our ministry from Indiana to Texas almost 16 years ago now. And I'm thankful he did that, to be honest with you. So, (laughs) you know, but I I tell you what we're going to do, Marlene. We've got some research people here that are helping us. I'm going to keep on top of it. And if we go down those scenarios, I'm going to be seeking God's face. What do we do at this point? It's a lot of it's hypothetical. And I I, I just I, I hesitate to comment on it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. well, thank you so much. And God bless you. All right, Marlene. Thank you much. And God bless you as well. Um, let's go to Kathy in Texas. God bless Kathy. Welcome to End of the Age. Thank you, Dave. Uh, yes, um, I was reading on the uh, military.com, uh, mm-hmm. and half of the military is not taking the vaccine. Right. And the Pentagon, they got their own scientists or whatever they use. They created this chip to put in people's hand to track them that has the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, it was on the military website. Okay. And I'm a proud military, so I, I like to keep up on what's going on. And I also work for a major airline as well. Yeah. And, so, uh, Kathy, can you send me documentation that they've actually made it mandatory to chip an individual who had the vaccine, who got the vaccine? Do you have documentation for that? They're saying that it's not mandatory, but those that they're going to chip the ones that got the vaccine. Okay. And uh, none of it has been approved. Those vaccines have not been approved by the Right, FDA. right, right. Okay. I know that, and they're not liable either. So... Uh, Anyways, I will try every time I try to send you an article or something like that. Yeah. And uh, it just comes back to me. So I'll give you my I'll give you my personal email address. You can send me every article you get and I'll look at it. Okay. 
So it's really um, easy. My name's Dave Robbins. So send me, my email is D-R-O-B-B-I-N-S, D-Robbins at endtime.com. And I get stuff from people all over the world, and I will go through it. And if it looks like something viable, then I will, I'll use it. Uh, and believe me, I get stuff like spaceships, and you can't imagine. But um, I've got a way of weeding through a lot of stuff, and I'm, I'd love to see some documentation on that if you can come okay. up with it, Kathy. And I'll, I'll look into it myself. I'll have my, the, my uh, people look at it. Okay. Yep. All right. And by the way, Dave, my granddaughter is being baptized Come on. Church that you all go to tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. So in uh, here in Garland? Yes. All oh, right. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Very <laughs> good news. That's the uh, Christmas party. Yeah. yeah. Wow, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy to, to hear that. In the church that Irvin went to, that's what she told us. And she was ready. She's seven. Yeah. And she's ready. Well, that's great. Uh, I'm so happy to hear that. I wish I was going to be here. I'm going to be out in Gladewater, Texas doing a prophecy conference, but I'd love to be here. I'd go down to the church and be there with her. That's awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. So, all right, Dave. All right, Kathy. Um, well, I certainly appreciate guys, the call. You guys be blessed. Okay. All right. God bless you as well. Have a great weekend. Let's go to Michael in Indiana. God bless Michael. Welcome to End of the Age. Good afternoon, Dave. Uh, How are you? I just wanted to say I just received my DVDs. Yeah. And if people are thinking about getting the uh, prophecy revelation, uh-huh. please get it. Yeah. Uh, I have a quick question. Okay. On Daniel chapter 2, verse 43, it mm-hmm. says, And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. Yes. I do not understand that. Do you have any input on that? Yeah, so because I understand the prophecy, it helps me to understand that verse, okay? So if you go through that, then that's one of the things that you need to do, Michael, when you're trying to figure out these prophecies. If you just read one verse, you're going to go, oh my, what in the world? So I've got to, and it's when you're trying to look at any topic in the Bible, you got to look at all the verses that pertain to that topic. So what we're talking about here in Daniel chapter 2 the um, Nebuchadnezzar has a vision and it's right. of a statue and is there's a head of gold, arms and breasts of silver, belly and thighs of brass, legs of iron, feet of iron mingled with clay, which is what this is talking about. Each individual metal is an empire that would rule the entire world from um, the Babylonian empire of Nebuchadnezzar to the second coming of Jesus Christ. So you've got the head of gold, that was the Babylonian Empire, arms and breasts of silver, the Medes and the Persians, which defeated the Babylonian Empire. You got the, the, um, the belly and thighs of brass, which is Alexander the Great's Grecian Empire. You've got the Roman Empire, which would be the, the um, legs of iron. And then you've got the feet of iron mingled with clay. The feet of iron mingled with clay is a totally separate empire from the Roman Empire. It's the Holy Roman Empire. The Roman Empire was defeat was, you know, kind of dissolved around just prior to 300 AD, 287 in there somewhere, 284, 287. Almost 5 well, over 500 years later in 800 AD, the Holy Roman Empire is formed 
when Pope Leo III crowned Charlemagne the first emperor of the Holy Roman Empire. That's what this verse is, is referring to when it says the miry clay and they shall be mingled themselves with the seed of men. It's because you've got the, the Roman element, which has came over into that, but you've also got the, which would be the political element. And then you've got the religious element, which is the clay. And that's why it's the miry, the, the um, iron and clay mixed. And so when it talks about them being mingled themselves with the seed of men and they shall not cleave with one another and even as iron is not mixed with clay. So it's talking about the religious element entered in uh, and that's the miry clay, the, the iron and clay mixed together. And that's the way the Roman Empire has always been ran. It's always been ran by the most powerful political leader from Europe and the most powerful religious leader from Rome, which has always been the Pope. And they're going to try to um, influence mankind to worship the Antichrist. That's what the, um, that's what the religious element is going to be devoted to, is to getting the religions of the world to pledge allegiance to the Antichrist and his world governing system. And it's going to be a marriage of politics and religion in the end time. And we're watching that being formed right now. So that's what these verses are talking about here is um, the mixture of politics and religion, the, uh, the iron mingled with clay. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Okay, well, I'm, I'm glad that answered your question. I'm going to try to get one more in here real quick. Let's go to Lisa in Washington. God bless Lisa. Welcome to End of the Age. I got about one minute. Hi, I had a question about, um, apparently there's a new bill that's being passed by the Biden administration to, that our taxes have to be, or some of our taxes money goes towards funding for abortion. What yeah. are your thoughts on that? Oh, I don't agree with it at all. I don't agree with abortion all, yeah. at all, period. Uh, it's and it's also, against scripture. Yeah, and um, also, um, like, what I guess, since we have to follow the laws of the land, um, I guess that what I'm trying to ask is what do you think God would be thinking of since that's kind of out of our control since our taxes kind of have to go towards Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, Lisa. The thing is, is that it's your job to pay your taxes. There's so much debauchery done with that money you can't even imagine. So if you wanted to fight the fight and say, hey, I'm not going to pay my taxes because they're going to use this to do this, this, and this, that's all you're going to be doing is being lawsuits the rest of your life. It's your job to pay your taxes. We'll let them do the bad things. There's nothing you can do about it. God bless. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at one 800 end that's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.